Hello, welcome to another episode of The Heart of a Youth Leader. I want to focus today on one of my favourite stories of Jesus, uh, and that's in John chapter 4, and it's his encounter with the Samaritan woman at Jacob's well. It says uh, that Jesus was on his way back to Galilee, and he had to go through Samaria, and he, tired from his journey, stops by the well at midday and isn't it wonderful that the thing that Jesus was so fully human that he got tired like you and me uh, and I know a lot of us are tired at the moment uh, and the first thing we see is Jesus stopping to rest uh, and it's okay to rest it's okay to stop uh, and uh, the interesting thing is he then encounters this this woman from uh, from Samaria Samaritan uh, and he's at, the, he's at the well at the hottest part of the day. It's the time of day when no one in their right mind goes to the well to get water. It's the time of day when you try and get shade. And yet he sits there uh, and, and he, he asks this question of the Samaritan woman. Uh, and it's picking it up in verse 7. He says to her, as she comes to draw water, Jesus said to her, will you give me a drink? because his disciples had gone into town to buy food, so he's on his own. The Samaritan woman said to him, you are a Jew and I am a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? For Jews do not associate with Samaritans. So here's the thing, Jesus not only is breaking the rule of a man speaking to a woman, he's breaking a bigger rule of a Jew speaking to a Samaritan. Uh, and the thing is, Jesus starts with that wonderful question of will you give me a drink will you give me a drink uh, and what that did I imagine it, it gave that woman value it was it gave her dignity uh, and Jesus was saying can you help me please uh, and it makes me think about our the way we reach out to young people and to children so often it's, it's, it comes across as if we've got everything sorted. We've got all the answers. You just need to be part of our youth group or you need to be part of our church or why don't you get involved with us? We've got it all sorted as if we're giving the answers. Whereas Jesus, the one with all the answers, starts with a question. And, and it's interesting as well to note that actually it's a question that never gets resolved. Because as far as we can read from the story, he never gets given the drink, uh, because this, this amazing encounter then uh, unfolds with him having uh, words of knowledge about the woman's life uh, and her marital status, uh, and you probably know the story. But it starts with that question of dignity, can you help me please? Uh, and so I think about our youth work, and when we're connecting with young people, it's not just about you know come and be with us come and join in with what we've got going for you we've got everything that you need it starts with giving them dignity it starts by saying can you help me please those five words that give us uh, respect to the young person to give them worth to give them value it's it's saying almost can we be friends isn't it Jesus is giving such dignity to this woman she would have been um, uh, separated from from uh, her people that's why she's going to the well at the hottest part of the day she probably wasn't allowed to go when all the other women went to the well in the morning when it was cooler because she would have been shunned and ostracized perhaps 
so she knew she had to go when it's hot because she knew there'd be no one there. Or maybe it was just that she was embarrassed by her situation and she therefore uh, hid herself from everybody else. But Jesus noticed her and goes, can you help me please? Not, I've got all you need, come and follow me. It's, can you help me please? And because of that question, it unpacks so much in the woman that she gets confused. She doesn't understand what Jesus is offering. And so she says, how can, how can you be speaking to me, let alone taking a drink from me? And Jesus wonderfully, compassionately says, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. He would have given you living water. The woman doesn't quite understand and she replies, sir, you have nothing to draw with and the well is deep. Where can you get this living water? Jesus says, everyone who drinks this water from the well will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst because he's talking about the water of life that brings eternal life uh, and is found through God and in him. Uh, and and it's great because Jesus is started with this just practical need. I still think Jesus really did want a glass of water. He was really thirsty. He was like, please, if you're putting your bucket down, could you give me some? She's rightly saying, you can't draw water because you've not got a bucket. Jesus did actually need her help to draw from the well. Isn't that amazing that God needed our help? I find that mind-blowing, isn't it? Because Jesus was fully human. He thirsted and hungered like you and me. And yet, as he's having this conversation with her, he realises that actually what she needs is more than just the water in the well. She needs the water of eternal life, the spirit refreshing her uh, and giving her all that she needs. It's like in the Lord's Prayer when we pray, give us today our daily bread. We're not just praying for food, we're praying for, for nourishment of God. We're praying that he will provide for all that we need. Uh, and I love the fact that when the disciples come back in this passage, a little further on, the woman goes rushing off to tell uh, everyone she knows about this man who's told me all that, um, what does he say? Uh, um, uh, she goes, come see a man who told me everything I ever did which isn't quite true, but that's the feeling that encountering Jesus gave her. Whereas the, uh, the disciples come back to find Jesus and surprised that he's been talking to this Samaritan woman. Uh, and he says, to, uh, they say to him, come on, Rabbi, eat something. We've been got you shopping. Here's the food, have something to eat. And Jesus, still on this thought of the water of life rather than the water from the well, uh, turns around and says, oh, I've, I have food to eat that you know nothing about. And the disciples turn to each other and say, hmm, could someone else have got him the food in the meantime? Because they're, think, they're thinking practically, they're thinking physically. They ran off to the town to get food, they brought food back. He's now saying, I've already had some food. But it's because he's thinking uh, of the spiritual food, the food from the Father, the, the food that nourishes us like no physical food could, like the water of life. Uh, and that conversation with the Samaritan woman has taken Jesus's thought process to a different place. And isn't that wonderful that our encounter with God uh, can affect him, 
not just affect us. And yet I can't help but smile that the woman never gave Jesus some water. She just ran off and he would have loved it and he would have been so excited. But it's the unanswered request. Uh, and I wonder how many things God's asked us to do that we've never done. Now he doesn't hold it against us because he's excited by the response we get. And he's far more excited about the conversation about eternal life than he is about the, the, the simple chore that he asks of us. But I also wonder what we can do to make sure that we don't miss the requests he has for us. So take some time today, as uh, soon as this finishes, just to ponder on that question. Is there anything that God's asking you to do? What's stopping you from doing it? Because you never know what will open up if you're obedient. Go for it. Mm -hmm.